Here we are now, with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode, as this will help me find my audience. It will help to find the people who are ready to hear what we are talking about here. And today... I'd like to talk about tarot card readings. Have you ever done one of these? Do you know what this is? And I've got a deck here, which we can talk a little bit about. And I really want to go through some of the ways that you can get the most out of this. And you can do it yourself at home, even. And we could, in some ways, call this Well, one of the things that I'll prescribe here, we could call extreme Zen tarot card readings, which is how do we take all the parameters and really put them to their extreme? How do we really go for it? How do we really go deep on the Zen tarot card readings? Now, to back up a little bit and to first set this up. If you've never done this and you've never heard about this and you don't really know much about Zen tarot card readings, it might seem just like a bit of a bit of magic make-believe and it's not really real and it doesn't really do anything and it doesn't mean anything, so why would we bother with it? And to that I'll tell you the analogy which I always say in relation to the tarot cards. And the analogy is this, it's like, it's like you're at one of those carnivals with the Ferris wheel and the fairy floss and the shooting ducks. And one of the things is the mirror room. So you have the hall of mirrors. And these are really fun. I'm sure you've done these at least once in your life. You must have done these or at least heard about these. And what you do in a hall of mirrors, you go in and the mirrors, you look at yourself in the mirrors and they're all in different shapes. They're all in different warps. So in one you'll look and you'll be really fat. You'll be really wide. And then in another you'll be really tall and really skinny. And then another you'll be all wobbly and all, all over the place and all lopsided. And then in another still, you might be in lots of different pieces. And then there's all sorts of different things that can be set up in these mirror houses to make you look funny. And you go in and you laugh at yourself. You think, oh, isn't this fun? Oh, don't I look funny? Isn't that silly? And they are a lot of fun. And this is exactly what's happening with the Zen tarot card readings. Except that we're not reflecting how you look. We're reflecting your psyche. We're reflecting how you feel about yourself. We're reflecting something about your self-knowledge. Something about how you see what's happening in your life. So it's very much dependent on your reaction. They're really just there to give you a reaction and for you to work with that reaction. And that's something. Now, if you're in the Hall of Mirrors and you all of a sudden said, to the mirror that was making you look really fat, and you think, that's not a true mirror. That mirror isn't right. It's only fake. It's only magic. 
I'm not really that fat. Well, then you've missed the point, haven't you? And of course, even, even a normal mirror, even a mirror which you have in your bathroom, which we call pretty standard, which doesn't have any of the fat or skinny or wobbly parts to it, even that is not a true reflection of you. Did you know that? It's actually a mirror image of you. So when you look in the mirror, you're not getting a sense of what you're really like. And a true mirror can actually be made. You can actually make a true mirror where you have two mirrors and you put them at right angles. So they're in, they're in a corner. So if you had two walls, the two walls in your bedroom made of mirrors and they were put into the corner then that would be a true mirror. And what you'd get if you were to look into the center of that, the line where the two mirrors join, is a true reflection. And if you've ever done this, if you've ever had this experience, I highly recommend it because it's very strange. Because what happens is you look in the mirror and you'll see that something is a bit off. Something's a bit not quite right. And what you'll do is you'll move to correct it. So you might be, for example, tilting your head a little bit one way or the other. And you'll see that. And then you'll move to correct it while you're looking in the mirror. But you'll move the wrong way. And this can be very disorientating. This can be very, a little bit, well, unsettling. Because you, you don't really know yourself. You don't really see yourself. And these sorts of mirrors, these mirrors of the psyche in the Zen tarot cards, well, they're just another part of how you can come to understand yourself. And there are mirrors for your psyche all over the place. Now, if you go to get a Zen tarot card reading with someone and you sit down and they show you some cards and then they tell you something about yourself, or they might say something about your future or... They might say something about how you feel or your relationships and so on. And you say, well, that's just magic. I don't believe it. Well, hold on a second, because actually what's happening in your life is people are telling you who you are. People are telling you what you're like. People are even telling you what your future is. And sometimes in subtle ways, in very subtle ways, and without even knowing about it. So that's a little bit of a way of understanding what's happening with these Zen tarot cards. Now, to get the most out of these, I suggest you buy a deck. Now, I've got no affiliate marketing, so Osho, if you want to do an affiliate marketing program with me, please get in touch. But at this stage, I'm just talking about it for the, for the interest of it. So... It doesn't have to be the Osho deck. You can really get any deck. But what you do is you get the deck and you familiarize yourself with it. This is the first step. You actually come into a sort of relationship with the deck. Now, when you first buy a deck, you can actually have that opportunity to do a reading without being familiar to it. So don't miss that opportunity. But once you've done that, then you can go on to look at the cards and contemplate the cards. And in the case of the Zen 
the Osho Zen tarot card readings. It actually comes with a book and a commentary. And you could read that. You can read what a sort of essence is of each of the cards and contemplate what it means to you. Now, traditionally, what would happen traditionally is you'd have someone, you'd have the the witch or the wizard or the, I don't know what you'd call them, the magician, I guess you'd call them. They would do the reading for you and they would tell you the commentary. And the reason that wasn't, in a sense, traditionalized in a book was because the meanings would be dependent on your relationship with the magician and your relationship also with the times. So, for example, the the jester or the fool or any other number of archetypes that can come up in a deck have different meanings at different times depending on the age that you're living, depending on the culture that you're living. So the magicians or the... Uh, I wish I knew the word for... I guess you call you just call them a psychic. But I don't know if it's really... Is it really just psychics that do Zen tarot card readings? It's witches as well. And then... I, I guess the term doesn't matter. I'm just talking broadly about the people that do magic and but but that's that's beside the point the point is that times change the meanings of things change so when you're with someone who's actually active in actively involved in the culture that you're in and aware of certain things they're going to be giving you fresh explanations so that's why traditionally it's actually better not to have a, a canonized traditionalized set in stone commentary which is written in a book and nonetheless you should still read the commentary that your deck comes with it will give you insights into what each of the cards mean and do a few do a few readings do readings where you just pick one card you just randomly have the deck sitting around and you just pick it up and it's just one card card of the day sort of thing, card of the week sort of thing. And also bring issues. So you can do readings where you have a particular issue. There's a particular something you want to know about or a particular question. And to do that, you need to feel the question. You need to be able to actually sense what it is that's worrying you about the question or what you want to know. And do a couple. Do something that will really really get you in touch with the process of having a tarot card reading. And also just contemplate. So you can turn each of these cards into a kind of line of contemplation, something to think about, something to ponder over. You can create questions like, what is celebration? What is morality? What are possibilities or what are my possibilities? Who is the outsider? What is laziness? What does it mean to live with totality? Where do I make compromise in my life? 
How does it feel to live with ordinariness? What happens when you're flowering? What is rebirth? Have you ever had a rebirth before? Who is the master? And what's your relationship to the master? Whoa, I've just come across this card, Politics. I never even knew that card was in this deck. So if you're familiar with the Osho deck, these questions, you can see how they've come from the cards. But wow, I've just realized, wow, there's a card I have never seen before. I was sure I knew every single... That's a little bit spooky. That's actually really spooky because a very... A very big recent issue of mine has been politics. And I, I, I have really never seen this card before. How strange. I was sure I knew every single... I was sure I knew every single card in the deck. And yet politics. Politics is a card. That is so weird. I've just had, a, I've just had an actual moment. It's like, it's like that card has appeared. It's like an actual magic moment. So in, in, let me describe it to you. In this deck, the politics card, it's sort of green. And there's this really ugly man. Or it's really gender indeterminate. So it could be a man or a woman. Really ugly person. And they're sort of looking out from behind a mask. And the mask is this bright, happy face. So it's like this two-faced politician. And there's also this big snake. Sort of like this evil, pondering snake. So that's so strange. I'm just a little bit spooked out now about finding this car that I never knew was in here. Well, there you go. Magic still exists. I'm going to keep that one aside. That's going to be my... That's going to be my card of the week. So whatever deck you get, familiarize yourself with all of them. Or <laughs> this, is my, this is my advice. And obviously I haven't taken my own advice because I'm not familiar with all of the ones in this deck. So at least familiarize yourself with some of them. And then now we come to the extreme Zen tarot card reading. Now we come to a stage where you draw a reading, which will be your hardcore reading. This will be your big one. And what you do is, so you've been through this period of having lots of readings and pondering the cards. Then what you do is you stop doing readings and you stop looking at them and you put the deck somewhere. Somewhere you keep safe, somewhere out of sight, but somewhere close to you. So you might put it in your pocket, you might put it in your car, you might put it on your desk, you might put it on your bed, you can actually put it right near your bedclothes if you've got space there. And you keep it in these places, each of these places, if best, multiple places at different times, 
and you keep them there for quite a while. You keep thinking about it and you keep leaving it and you just let the energy build up. Now, when we talk about energy, it gets a little bit spooky and can get a little bit like, well, is this really just another wobbly mirror sort of analogy that we need to come up with to convince about is there really energy going into the cards or not? But essentially, you don't need to know what energy means or how it works. You'll notice it yourself. It's something that you can experience. It's not something that we really need to explain. It's not something that you need a a sort of proof for. It's just something that you'll feel. So keep the deck with you. Keep it for a few days or longer, and the longer the better. And what will happen is it will start to build up an interest. It'll have a kind of it'll have a kind of aura to it. And you'll start to realize that your hardcore reading, your essential reading, is coming. And as the time goes on, you want to start to look out for the right time to do it. And the right time to do it is when you're in the state. You're in the mood that you need the most help with. The time that you need to do it is when you need the most help, when you need the most of a wake-up, the most of a shake-out. Now, it can be that you can use these decks as sort of crutches. And if you're always turning to them because of your issues or when you have issues and it's just something that you do over and over again, well, that can be that can be a problem because that's not really what these decks are for. They're not, they're not Band-Aids. So if you've got bigger issues, if you've got deeper issues, then this is not the solution. Tarot card readings are not the solution. They're really just a, they're really just a supplement to your core spiritual practice. But with this hardcore reading, you'll start to have it build up When the time is right, that's actually part of this, is knowing when the time is right, you'll do the reading. You'll draw it for yourself. You can use a shape that you're familiar with. You can use a shape that you have worked with before. And there are multiple shapes that have different meanings to them. So you can research that and do that as part of your familiarity stage. And trusting when the time is right is a big step. I I need to really emphasize that. I need to make that clear. I need you to really understand that the, the moment, it's really only going to be a moment. And bringing yourself to that moment will mean looking out for that moment for a long time. There needs to be a kind of anticipation. There needs to be a kind of You need to have it in the back of your mind for some time. And yet still, when the time is right, it will be spontaneous. You'll know it will be, ah, now is the time. It's the right time now. And then you'll do it without thinking. You'll do it without hesitating. And you'll do it without regrets. And doing something in that way is a big lesson within itself. I mean, we often have anxieties over certain things. We often hesitate we often don't know if it's the right time we also do things early we do things late and we forget to do things all together so that lesson in and of itself is important and then mix your cards really well you do a big shuffle and you draw your shapes 
And what comes out will be something that you keep, something that you live by, something that you actually hold as a blueprint for how to move forward. So this is your hardcore Zen tarot card readings. You draw it out and then you might put it on your wall. So I've done this. I've done this process and I have, I did the diamond shape. So it's one in the middle, two on either side and two on, one on the top, one on the bottom. It's like a cross. It's five cards. And I stuck it on my wall, on my bedroom wall with blue tack. And that shape has been there for, I've put it there for, must be, must be over six months now. So that tarot card reading has been with me for six months. And that's what I mean by Zen, hardcore Zen tarot card readings. That's what you want to do with your hardcore reading. It still rings true. Like I still sometimes look at it. I still sometimes remember it. And because I went through the reverence of the process, because I was familiar with the deck and because I had picked the right time to do it, it still rings true. It still has something. It still does something for me. So that's how you can really bring out something juicy from your tarot card readings. And you can do this alone by yourself. Now, a lot of the time in life, it's actually hard. It takes an effort to have these meaningful things. So this is yet another lesson that you can get from this. This is another thing that you can learn about what it means to make something of interest, what it means to make something meaningful, make something of significance to you all by yourself. You're literally building your own significance to you. Because, of course, at the end of the day, they're, they're just pieces of paper. Like there really is nothing magic about it. It's just a piece of cardboard with a picture on it. That's all it is. And even nowadays, they have the online tarot card readings where you don't even need the, the cards. You can actually just click on them. But that in itself, it sort of lends itself to, it's almost like, it, it's too cheap. It's too, it's too easy. It's too, it's too much of a hollowness. It's too quick and, and shallow which is why I'm talking about this hardcore reading process, this process of actually going into it deeply, of taking the steps, of really setting yourself up, of really bringing yourself to the moment and then holding it there and actually having it on your wall for six months, a year. I'm thinking I'm going to keep this one for quite a while. It's a pretty good draw. And it was quite an experience to draw and I really felt, wow, Something was really happening because I'd done that process. So that's the prescription. That's the, those are the lessons that you can get from this. And once again, no affiliate marketing. So <laughs> it doesn't matter to me which deck you buy. Every deck has something different. Every deck has a different flavor. And... I'm not going to tell you what my what my draw was. I think I've already I've already told you enough personal stuff about me on here. <laughs> Let's be honest. I tell you guys everything on this, so I've got to have at least some secrets. I'm also thinking maybe I'll write about it in one of my audiobooks, which 
I've said before, is coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. Maybe, maybe it's coming. Who knows? I'm quite, I have been quite determined to write some audio books before. But, you know, these are long-term projects. So who knows? Maybe by the time you're hearing this, it's already out. Maybe not. Who knows? So I'll save some of my personal stuff for that. But I hope that helps. I hope that's something of interest to you. And I hope it allows you to go deeper and to get more out of something which is really a very simple spiritual practice. And also I hope you have a beautiful day. And don't forget to do your meditation. Have you done your daily meditation yet? There's nothing stopping you from doing it right now. And that's all I have to say for now.